All right, welcome back to Seeking Finds, my podcast centered on the gospel of Jesus Christ. This is your host, Elder Dylan Wilkinson, and my goal is to provide real and sincere content to help you seek a better understanding of the gospel of Jesus Christ and to find answers to your questions through the Spirit of the Lord. Although I am a full-time missionary for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, what I say and what is said by others on this podcast does not represent the official stance of the Church. However, however, I encourage you to open your hearts to the Spirit, because as you listen, the messages that God wants you to hear will come to your mind. As always, it's going to be a fun time. <laughs> <laughs> Alright everybody, so I am here with one of my good friends, Lucy. Lucy Paps. Hey, hey! <laughs> and it's in per- and it. It's in person. I know. Absolutely. This is, this, is, this is my first in-person podcast. I'm honored. Truly. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, normally I do it over the phone and it, it works pretty good, especially for a missionary budget. Oh. Because uh, I can't drive everywhere. Fly out your guests weekly. Yeah. yeah. Put them up oh, somewhere. That'd cool. That'd be great. If only. I see lots of parties coming. Oh. That'd be fun. Okay. All right. After the mission, maybe just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Post-mission podcast? Yes. Yes. Okay, so Lucy is really cool. She has an awesome story. Um, I'm serving here in Minneapolis, and she lives here in St. Paul, actually. She just, well, she just moved. St. Paul, as a St. Paul resident as of like three weeks. So. Three weeks. Yeah. So she used to be a Minneapolis resident, but now she's in St. Paul. And I've served in both, so I'm like kind of neutral ground. So I'm like... You're not like one's better than the other. No, no. You know, I have four years of Minneapolis under my belt, so I feel like I'm a little biased, mm-hmm. but... So Minneapolis or yeah, Minneapolis a little biased. There you go. We'll give St. Paul a fair chance though. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's true because when I was in St. Paul, I was kind of in like the, the ghetto part of it. Mm, that's like, fair. The were you serving in like the New Brighton ward or no? Because New Brighton's just like North Minneapolis. Yeah, but they uh, live in like a weird part of St. Paul. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, oh, and so I served in Oakdale. Oh and yeah, yeah, yeah. Covered like Maplewood into oh, and then gotcha. into like St. Paul boundaries and stuff. Yeah, like that. the west. Uh, Western east, part? East, I, I know directions. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> west, east. I know. I don't have to hold up my hands for a little Yeah, I know <laughs> So, so yeah. Um, so, it, it, I've had good experiences both in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. I've been here for like three and a half months, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's so long. And it's only five more weeks here, at the very least. At the very least. Five, four? I know time. Uh, five, four? It's four. already been two weeks in the transfer. Oh. By the way, my uh, companion's right there. Elder Samuel, say hi. Hello. Oh, what a guy. (laughs) Shout out to that man. Shout out. All right. We'll keep this going because I don't want to take up too much of your time. I value my listeners' time because everybody's time is valuable. Everyone's time is valuable. Yes. But, Lucy, do you want to just introduce yourself? um, Take it away. Yeah. Okay. So, like we said, I'm Lucy, Minneapolis slash St. Paul native. Um... (laughs) Originally from Wisconsin, though, so I guess not native. Just came here for college, recently graduated, the whole nine yards. Um, I got baptized back in April, and before that, I, I'd, like, known about the church for a pretty long time. I have a lot of good friends in the church prior to me being here, so I was always aware, but it was, like, kind of in my periphery. Like, I didn't grow up super religious whatsoever, so it was more just kind of, like, a passive thing in my life. I'd yeah. hear friends talk about it, and I'd be like, Okay, yep, that's a thing. Did you, hear, did you hear good things or bad things about the Honestly, a mix of both. Mix of like, both. it was, like, always positive things, but there was always, like, 
you know, the rumors where it's like, they believe X, Y, Z. And I was like, oh, that's weird. And honestly, in my experience, I've seen that most of it's just sort of joking. You know, it's just like, oh, it really those, like, is. those jokes out. But it's yeah. okay. Like, I'm a fun guy, so you can crack okay. jokes all you want. Right? And it, it was always like weird things. Like, they believe you get your own planet when you die. And I was like, <laughs> okay, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> like, so, yeah. yeah. But yeah. You, usually on the more positive side of things. Awesome. Um, and then, so one of my best friends, Andrea, came back from her mission in August, I believe, so a little over a year ago, and the whole 18 months she was out, I was getting her emails, and I was like, I could feel a shift in both me and her as I was getting her emails, like, where I could definitely feel her getting more in tune with the spirit, but also, like, I felt it coming into my life for the first time, and I was like, like, I used to look forward to her emails because I was like, oh, I miss my friend, and then I was like, I'm looking forward to her emails because I wanted to see like more gospel related things. And I was like, that's a weird shift. What's happening? And then I think it was like November, December rolled around and I was walking by this building, the YSA ward. And I saw a like a world banner up and I just like, I sent this massive text to Andrea and I was like, what is this about? What is happening? How do I get in touch with these people? Do I walk up to their door? Do I knock? Like very randomly. Yeah. And she sent some sister missionaries to contact me. And long story short, now I'm here. Had a few months of lessons. The baptism. Yes. We're rolling in with this podcast now. Perfect. (laughs) Perfect. The one thing that I was thinking about when you were just saying that was the the evidence of God's hand, like, preparing you in your life. Mm -hmm. Of, like, your relationships with um, saints and good people. And uh, that example that... uh, both you had on them and they had on you. Yeah. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. Yeah. On. So let's let's talk. We went like kind of just like jumped over the lessons part. Right, um, I know. Because <laughs> there there is there is a shift between like when you start like learning about the gospel of Jesus Christ and when you actually make that commitment to be baptized and then yeah. later when you actually get baptized. Mm-hmm. And so um, do you want to just talk about like maybe where you at like when you started? Yeah. Maybe desire wise, if it's not too personal. No, for sure. I think at first, like the first few lessons, you know, covering, you know, like the basics, like mm-hmm. plan of salvation. This is just kind of like factually what we believe. You know, like ten commandments, and then like the new modern day commandments that we've received. Um, and at first, it was more just like, okay, this is factual information I'm taking in. And then there was this shift where I realized that it was being absorbed more than I thought it was. Mm. Like, I think the first few lessons, it was like, okay, I come to this building once a week, I get this lesson, then I go home, and I'm just living my normal life. And then there was this point where I realized it was coming with me. Yeah. And, this, like, the lessons were bleeding into my everyday life, where before I was like, like, I had this preconception that, like, I would go to a lesson, and I would learn this thing, and, you know, it's like a class, you know, it's like, just file that away, and then continue on with my life yeah like but I didn't realize it was changing who I was but not in like a way that's like oh you're changing your you know this random part about yourself it's just like it was making me a better person and I was realizing Mm -hmm. that it was actually shifting my mindset to become like more like Jesus yeah yeah that's cool Mm -hmm. I really love um just telling people that you don't have to become a different you. Yeah. Um, you just need to become a better you. Mm-hmm. And that's what Heavenly Father wants. Like, we are so divinely uh, created. Yeah. Like, we right. have so much personality and potential that's so unique to us that we don't want to throw that away. And when, like, when teaching people, we're just like, 
we're not asking you to just absolutely change your personality or anything like that. Absolutely your, not. Your hobbies, what, what you like to do. Yeah. Um, simply, it's those Christ-like attributes that we try to invite mm-hmm. you to change, right? Those be nicer, yeah. um, to be kinder, to have more love for people, mm-hmm. to want to be obedient to yeah. the commandments and like out of your decision, not ours. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, I mean, that's like, that's one thing, especially dealing with baptism. Some people get the misconception that us missionaries, we just want to dump people in water. Yeah. And they're like, that's all you want. Like, it's a, I'm a number. I'm a goal. It's like, absolutely yeah. not. No. Yeah. But so instead of me like explaining what we want, actually, I want to hear what you experienced yeah. during that time mm-hmm. of like preparing for baptism. Like, yeah. What, what did you feel? I think, uh, well, two big things come to my mind. Like the first one, like kind of you were saying, like what prepared me the most for baptism was realizing that one, I didn't have to become a different person. Like you said, like I didn't have to give up my sense of humor. I didn't have to stop like wanting to go like be an outdoorsy person, you know, like I'm still very much me. And once I realized that I'm me, like I still have the same like interest in like social activism and like all of these different things. Like once I realized that that's going to stay with me, I was like, Oh yeah, I can, I can be baptized because the thing that, is changing about me is just wanting to be better and be nicer, Mm -hmm. which falls in line with like all of these things that I care about. Like I want to care about other people and I want to do good in this world. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that's what Jesus wanted. So yeah, why wouldn't I want to be baptized? And I think the second thing that I realized and like probably the bigger part was something that was stopping me from wanting to be baptized and like progress was I felt like I needed to already be like a perfect person And, like, I felt like, oh, well, you know, I lived 22 years of my life, like, not, like, partying, but, you know, like, being, like, a pretty regular, like, run-of-the-mill college student. Yeah. And, like, I was like, well, I've made all these mistakes, and I've, like, lived this life that's, like, pretty imperfect. And I was like, how can I, like, how can I join this church? Like, how can I get baptized when it's like, I have so many, like, blemishes on my track record. Where it's like, once I realized, it's like, that's, that's not the point here. Like, why would we be put on this earth to only be like condemned for making mistakes and learning and learning from those mistakes? And it's like, once I realized, I was like, Oh, you're fine. Like you're making this covenant to say like, it's okay that I did those things and it's okay that I'm going to change from those. Yeah. So just realizing those two big things. Yeah. That's so cool. That's awesome. One of the scriptures that I was trying to find, I was trying to find it, but mm-hmm. um, it's the scripture talks about like the spirit coming unto Mm, yeah. their hearts unto their hearts and this is something that like I've studied a lot in missionary work yeah it's because people people reject the God the message of the gospel yeah. all the time and it's it's all in God's timing yeah um and it's comforting to know that we we try to bring the, the spirit unto their hearts mm-hmm. but even God can't force the spirit into somebody's heart not, no. like it goes against our agency and mm-hmm. our, um, choices and stuff like that and so the individual is the person who lets the spirit into their hearts. Yeah. Was there any time um, during like your prog- progress uh, where you like noticed the difference between like letting the spirit into your heart, mm. into your heart versus like, oh, I can feel something out there, like I can feel it, but I don't like know exactly what it is, and that. Yeah. I, I think it was. That, yeah. yeah, I think it was more of that second one, like right when I started meeting with the sisters where I would, like, feel this, like, thing that I didn't know how to identify, and I was like, ah, what is, what is that? Like, that's new. <laughs> um, and it was like, but I, like, it, I knew it was a good thing, mm-hmm. but I was like, 
don't know what to do about that. So it was like, you know, I'd go to my next lesson and be like, hey, this thing happened and it like made me want to look into this or made me want to ask about like family history or made me want to ask about this. But like, what was that? And they'd be like, oh my gosh, you like are experiencing like what we call the Holy Ghost. And then, you know, I got the Godhead explained to me and it was like, that's, that's when I understood that that feeling that I got really randomly was something that I could have with me all the time after being baptized. And that's something I do definitely now, not just like experience in bursts. It's like, I've explained it in the past to people where it's like, I feel like I'm driving a car and there's someone in my passenger seat constantly. Like sometimes they're there passively, like just chilling, maybe listening to some music. Mm -hmm. And they're like, Hey, if you need anything, just tap me. Like I'm here. (laughs) And sometimes they're the one putting me in the passenger seat and they're driving the car. And it's like, that's a constant feeling, like just in different levels and capacities, I guess now. I've actually never thought about that. Yeah. Lucy. Yes. (laughs) No, I I love that. And, um, the spirits, uh, Oh, actually, found the scripture but i just thought of another one but um talking about those feelings that we have sometimes mm-hmm. it can get scary um when like especially when you're talking about like feeling you're something you've never felt before like yeah. what is this right galatians 5 verses 22 and 23 um tell us like exactly yeah what this is mm-hmm. and this is awesome but it says but the fruit of the spirit so basically what the spirit brings is love joy peace long suffering gentleness goodness faith Meekness, temperance, and against such there is no law. And so we've got like these things in the spirit. Yeah. Um, do I feel love? Do I feel joy? Peace, long suffering. Basically, that's a patience, gentleness. And when I when I read those, I'm like, Satan does not feel those. No. Um, he's miserable. Yeah. And he seeks and he, he wants everybody else to be miserable. Mm-hmm. That's why he's working so hard. Yeah. But the spirit is working harder. Mm-hmm. And those feelings of love, joy, and peace always, um, what's the word, always outshine Yeah. Um, those other feelings. Mm-hmm. And so we can contrast the feelings of love. So obviously, what's the opposite of that? Hate? Yeah. Uh, joy, misery. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so we've got this spectrum. And that's the beauty of this life that we live is we can feel both sides at different points in our lives. Yeah where we understand what misery feels like mm-hmm. and it only makes the joy that we feel even stronger so much more powerful when we do have the spirit yeah talking about this is like you how do you feel that mm-hmm. so a lot of people look at the at religion and just literally anything uh, actually i'm gonna say a lot of people look at religion like they do everything else in life yeah logistical mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Like, they need this this evidence yep. um and those people don't really understand what faith is yeah but we're all learning Mm-hmm. And so when, when we talk about what we feel, we, just so the listeners know, if you, we, we, we know that the Godhead mm-hmm. is God, the father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy spirit. And so God, the father and Jesus Christ have a body of flesh and bone. Mm-hmm. And then the Holy spirit does not have a body of flesh and bone. Mm-hmm. And so what I'm getting to is spirit talking to spirit. Mm-hmm. Okay. What is that? How does that work? Yeah. Um, and in Romans chapter eight, Verses 16, it says, The Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit. Mm-hmm. The first spirit is capital S, and that's talking about the Holy Ghost. Yeah. The Holy Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit. And so we believe that inside of our bodies is mm-hmm. us. We're, we are a spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, and our spirit and our body, that makes us, right? And so the Holy Spirit can come in here yeah. and can talk to our spirit. Mm-hmm. But what does that feel like? 
Yeah. And I use the word feel because that's that's how we realize that he's there. Yeah. Because spirit talking to spirit mm-hmm. is our feelings, and um, in our mind and in our heart. So so we do have like the stuff that goes on in our mind, mm-hmm. the logistical side of it, but we also have our spirit and our feelings yeah. and stuff like that. Now, one thing that's always held true for me is that our feelings are one of the most powerful pieces of evidence that you can find. 100%. Yeah. I am a strong believer that truth um, in, in re- relation to feelings, mm-hmm. people can't change that for you. There's a lot of there's a lot of ways to manipulate feelings in the world. Right? Yeah. In the world, right? We've got different things that cause different feelings. 100%. But if you can learn to recognize that love, that joy, that peace, and comes from the Holy Spirit, from mm-hmm. God, then you can realize what feelings you're feeling mm-hmm. and how to point those out. Yeah. So that's what this journey is. That's what you experience. Oh, 100%. Yeah. You're like, well, what is that? Mm-hmm. Have I felt that before? Have I not felt it before? Yeah. Um, Where is that coming from? from? Yeah. And so, isn't that cool? Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's a journey and it's a learning experience of conversion. And it's not scary. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a good thing. It's awesome. It is. Uh, it's awesome. I don't know. Do you have anything else? Yeah, I just think, like, the part that you said, like, soul talking to soul, it just, like, it creates this vision in my head, which, like, just solidifies more that it's, like, it's so much about, like, feelings adding to your testimony and your truth. Because it's, like, when I envision, like, soul touching soul, soul talking to soul, it's, like, a little blanket being wrapped around me. Right. It's, like, that's so cool that, like, there is this thing that is able to come into my life like from god and jesus that's like that is the holy ghost Mm -hmm. and it's like it's from them and it's like that's so cool that it's able to come like directly and know me individually and i think that's just one of the things that always stood out to me about this church and that made me want to join and become like be baptized it's like that individuality aspect it's like i don't i don't think everyone realizes that religion can be so personal and individual and that it just is like factually it is individual yeah like i feel like some people think it's like you know i show up to this building once a week and we all collectively do this thing and then i go home and it was like this big group effort and it's like okay yeah like that's partially true i guess but it's like you're there to have like your individual experience too and i think that gets brushed aside a lot Mm -hmm. and i've never felt that brushed aside here that's cool cool. that's awesome and so we, if you're if you're listening to this and you're thinking, oh, I've never felt mm-hmm. uh, the, those, the, the spirit before, mm-hmm. um, just remember that God knows you perfectly. Mm-hmm. He created you, and you are his son or his daughter, and that he talks to you in the way that you understand. Mm-hmm. And so it could be different for people. Yeah. Now, Lucy and I have a very similar way of listening to the spirit, um, for kind of that like warm embrace that yeah. the, the blanket come around. I've mm-hmm. I totally know what she's mm-hmm. talking about. But if you're listening and you don't know what we're talking about, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, because God definitely talks to you. Mm-hmm. And he, he's no respecter of persons. Right? Yeah. The Book of Mormon teaches that all are like unto God. Mm-hmm. Right, we got black and white, bond and free, male and female, everybody. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. God mm-hmm. knows you, he created you, and he will talk to you in the way that he talks to you. Mm-hmm. And so that if you don't understand how God talks to you, then we just invite you. We just invite you mm-hmm. to listen. Listen and try to figure that out. Yeah. Know what works best for you. Mm-hmm. Take some time. I figured that out through journaling. Journal, I was like, yes. this is what makes me feel good. So, like, that's how, that's where I should look. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. My last thing. Last All thing. Right. <laughs> to Lucy yes. last year. Yes. Maybe even two mm-hmm. years ago. Okay. <laughs> okay. 
because uh, obviously you've changed mm-hmm. a lot um, in the last year, year, mm-hmm. year and a half, whatever. Yes. Um, if there, if Lucy was listening to this okay. back then, yes. what would you tell her? What would you say? Ooh, I would tell her that there honestly is no rush to change because I think, I think I got nervous that I had to do things really fast and like I felt not like a sense of pressure from any external source, but just internally, I was like, I'm learning all these things. I have to do them all at once. And I think I would just tell past Lucy to slow down, take it all in. There is no expiration date for learning this. Like it is the fact that you're willing to learn this, like calm down, take a breath. (laughs) Like you're going to be fine. That's perfect. Yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. I love it. That's cool. So remember that past Lucy. Pass, Lucy. Remember that. <laughs> Everyone out there, just take a breath. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. <laughs> right on. Cool, cool. Well, this has been fun. Um, I do want to give you an opportunity to bear your testimony or add your witness or anything like that. The feelings in, of your heart um, that testimony is powerful and people, uh, that's the way that we share the gospel is mm-hmm. by sharing what we know with other people. Yeah. So. Just take it away. Yeah, for sure. One last time, kicking it off. (laughs) I have just, like, over the past, I'd say a few months, especially, like, since my baptism, have just come to know everything that I have personally experienced is true, and I know that this is just such a welcoming environment that I am able to come here with anything I'm feeling, and I know that at the core of it, it's Jesus' love, and no matter what I'm experiencing and feeling, that, you know, like, people are imperfect. I can have imperfect experiences here on this earth, but I come here and I continue to stay because I know Jesus knows that. And I know Jesus and our Heavenly Father are perfect and that they understand that. And I just, I don't know, at the core of it, it's, like, something I truly feel. Like, I can have that relationship and I can, like, shut everything else out and I can just focus on that. Like, there is someone out there who knows me perfectly and I just know that to be true. And I just feel it in my bones, man. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Yeah. I love it. Thank you for sharing that. Of and I would just add my uh, witness that change is a good thing mm-hmm. and that you can still be you yeah. as you embark on this journey. It is a happy journey um, because you are turning from somebody who may have been stuck in darkness into, into a creature of light. Mm-hmm. And that's what God wants for us. Mm-hmm. And truth is truth. Awesome. So it's true. <laughs> Alright guys. So thank you for listening to this episode with Lucy. She's an absolute goat grace. A goat. <laughs> have you heard that before? Yeah, I have. Okay, awesome. <laughs> Just like bear. Awesome. Cool. Uh next week we're um, I'm gonna be talking to uh Matt Kelly and he's a really good guy. He's out here on a mission too, so he's one of my mission buddies. Cool. But he's a really nice guy, honestly the one of the nicest guys I've you never meet those people that are just super sweet. Oh, you just know. They're yeah. one of the best people out and there. You just want to give them a hug. Yes. And just... And support them. Yeah. And go, you're doing so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So, look forward to that. But, thank you. Um, I'll go ahead and play some piano music. I like to I like to give my listeners time to just sit and ponder. Because yeah. pondering is super important. So, I'll do that. But, until further ado... Further listening pleasure, yes. And then a do, right? And then a do. <laughs> Alright, see you next week guys.